Hey, I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we are Courtney and Allison of the Devil X Files, which you know because you clicked on the little linky link. So good job, you. Good work. <laughs> um, before we get into the next episode, uh, I have to confess something to you, Allison. Okay. Um, so we watched uh, Squeeze episode three not too long ago. Uh huh. And I'm still not sleeping great. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I think I told you um, the other night I was walking from the bathroom to the bedroom and my husband puts like clothes on the banister for the next morning and the clothes brushed against me and I just thought it was someone reaching out for me and oh, I, no. Haven't, oh, no. I haven't been able to sleep since so that's great oh Courtney <laughs> I worry about you already too much so um, if you're keeping track we are on episode 5 which is called the Jersey Devil and I'm still thinking about episode 3 uh, um so, uh, Allison, let's let's get started. Let's talk about what is the Netflix description of Episode 5, The Jersey Devil. The Netflix description is, Mulder and Skelly track a legendary creature that has roamed the New Jersey countryside for over 40 years. Yes. Um, I was super stoked about this episode, and then we watched it. Let's just say this episode was problematic in, in several different in several facilities. ways yeah <laughs> so we'll we're gonna walk through it together and it's awful because we just um if you are fans of our facebook page we just had a big cryptozoology talk yeah um we were on the thunder quack round table and we counted down our top nine cryptids with mike and my one of my top cryptids is the Jersey Devil. So it was super cool. And I thought this was going to be really creepy. And it actually started out pretty creepy. Didn't yeah, it did start out creepy. The um, There was a family, and we got the feeling they were like 1950s. Yeah, well, because of the hats. Yes, there was many different hats. And hats equals costuming equals era. Uh, so... Family and they're driving through, I guess, the Pine Barrens, yeah, of, uh, New Jersey. And, and children were singing, which is always creepy. Yeah, very creepy, and it's dark. And you know that if you are, you know, in a dark forest, of course your tire is gonna blow. Oh yeah, that's guaranteed. And so Dad has to change the tire, and uh, while Dad is changing the tire, we see <laughs> trademarked beast beast vision. Yes, which is like you know you know what is like is like the heavy breathing and the and the kind of you're behind a tree but you're kind of looking. The real darty camera work. It's really yeah. darting from thing to thing to to thing to thing. And and, and uh, so Dad gets it. Yeah, dad gets good. pulled away into the woods, uh, and then the family screaming, um, and we cut to, uh, again, more sort of 1940s behatted men, yeah. uh, policemen and such, searching the woods to try and figure out what happened to this guy, yeah. uh, and eventually they find his sort of mangled body, uh, and it looks like he's been eaten by... Something, Something human-esque. Yeah. Uh, and then they find, uh, so they march up the hill from there and they find a dark cave and they think there's something inside and they just start um, indeterminably shooting into the cave. And it wasn't determined if they had actually shot something or not. 
No, they were just um, emptying their clips into a dark cave yeah. in the woods, as we've all done. <laughs> that's what you do in New Jersey. Yeah, that's how you get by. That's the entertainment. But I, okay, when Beast Vision happened and this guy being grabbed in the woods, I'm freaked out. Because I dislike the, the concept of you're driving in the woods and your headlights are shining into the woods, specifically in, you know, New Hampshire, New England type area. And um, you catch sight of a creature that should not be there or should not exist. That terrifies me. Yeah, dark woods are a big one for me as well. Yeah. Just like spending so much time camping in uh, in BC yeah. as a kid, I think there are a number of times that I've convinced myself that a monster is circling my tent waiting to oh. eat me. So what you're saying is we need to go Bigfoot hunting, you and I. Yeah, let's do it. And just... <laughs> I just stay in our tent, terrified the hey, entire if, time. If Bigfoot is anything like this episode implies, I'm into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so this is the problem. I was being set up for like a super creepy, like, oh, no, this is going to be as bad, if not worse, as Squeeze. But the payoff was not there. No. Ultimately, uh, this is an episode that posits that the Jersey Devil is a Bigfoot. Yeah, is a Bigfoot. But we'll um, get into that more. Yeah. It's real complicated. There's some crazy shit going on. <laughs> so uh, anyways, so they after these men finish emptying their clips into a dark cave, uh, we cut to the FBI building. Um, we're inside and we actually see for a very short moment a glimpse of the FBI version of Dwight Schrute. Oh, yeah. He's really cute. Yeah. He was kind of funny. He had weird glasses. Anyways, he was not the focus of the scene. But, you but know, he should be. We get distracted. We want to see that show. The office only FBI. Yeah, it's just called the FBI. And they have weird talking heads. And oh they God. all talk about Mulder, but Mulder doesn't do isn't in the show. Let's make let's make that show. Actually, that'd be a great show. Can you imagine like watching a show the uh, the uh, um, X Files revival is not about Scully or Mulder Mulder at all. It's about the FBI agents who are in that office who have to deal with that shit. I that, would love that. That would be a delight. Yeah, I would really enjoy that. Um but Mulder or Scully walks through the FBI age uh, office and they go it goes into Scully, uh, Mulder's room and he is looking at a pornography magazine. A pornographic magazine. Yeah. He's got a centerfold unfolded uh, and he's just taking it in. He's just looking, taking it He is this. leering fully and he says, This lady says she was abducted or some garbage. Uh, and then um, and a joke about anti-gravity and or boobies. Yeah, Scully makes a witty remark, which is why we love her. Yeah. Uh, so again, once again, it's like the slide thing. Mulder is just waiting for Scully to walk in and and so she he can be creepy. Really? Yeah, he does that a lot. He, he just like lot. like lies in wait for someone to enter <laughs> his office so that he can say a creepy thing. Hey, let's check out this. It's, hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, actually, Scully is the one who introduces the Jersey Devil case and says that hey, there was a homeless guy who got eaten probably by another human. Now, this is a bad move on Scully's part because she's essentially just baiting Mulder by saying like, hey, here's this real weird case, but uh-uh-uh, you can't get involved. Oh, yeah, because it's like, it's, oh, it's not FBI jurisdiction. Sorry, yeah, so why cool. why tell him about it? She knows I that he's know. immediately going to requisition a car to drive to New Jersey. I, and Yeah, no matter what. And he even comes up with like, Oh, that reminds me of the case in 1947 with these family who, and the dad was changing a tire, which we saw, and was dragged away and was eaten. And what a shame, because his hat was amazing. Yeah. A cool hat. 
No, he had a cool hat. Yeah, they all had cool hats. They all had cool hats. Um, Do you think Mulder would be cooler wearing, like, a trilby? Oh, God, no. That would be (laughs) an an actual nightmare. (laughs) I think... Alien. (laughs) I think it would make him even more insufferable. Yeah, that would be a full-on nightmare. We we both have a friend who tends to wear those kind of hats, and we love him dearly. Oh, he pulls it off. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Moo pulls it off. But uh, uh, if if you are wearing one right now... Maybe think twice. If you're not Moo, just take it off. Yeah. <laughs> just burn it. Or and especially if you are a molar, just don't. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they, they walk in. Of course, this this whole thing is is baited Mulder into going into New Jersey. Um, <laughs> sorry. We're in our double X fort right now. And... <laughs> Allison is all curled up with a pillow. Her head's like on the pillow. She's gonna take a nap. <laughs> I'm so cozy, you guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, they go to New Jersey, and of course we get this like this isn't your jurisdiction kind of argument with the local sheriff, and they seem to get into this a lot. Yeah, it does happen a lot. Although I will say, I mean, I don't know what jurisdiction they're in because their office is the Pacific Central train station in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. yeah what, so what? there was a lot of action happening behind behind Main Street Station there. Yeah. A lot of, they actually cleaned up the joint. <laughs> yeah, it looked a lot nicer back in the 90s. <laughs> um, but so, of course, it's not your jurisdiction and they drive, you know, they drive all the way there and Scully says, well, we can't do anything about it. Sorry, Mulder, I've got to go back to my godson's birthday party. And Mulder says, oh, maybe I'll just, like, you know, hang here for a vacation. I'll just do some slots or whatever. <sighs> and then uh, Scully's, like, basically the gist of what she says is, whatever, Mulder, I have a life. Yeah, I have. That's kind of the theme. That is the theme of this episode for Scully is that she's trying to have a life, but can she do it? We'll no, see. No, she doesn't. No, because Mulder's bringing her down. No, she, he, and that kind of upsets me, like, the whole concept of, like, Scully is, and we'll talk about this, but they're introducing the fact that Scully, A, does not have a significant other, and B, maybe is interested in having children at one point or another. God, I hope they don't have children together. Scully and Mulder? Well, I can't say whether that happens. <gasps> well, that's not an answer either way. Don't, don't gasp. Oh, God, that'd be awful. Well, if they bang, then, oh, God. Anyway, uh... No spoilers, guys. Don't no spo- in this one know. instance. Don't write in. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I think that would just end me. That's okay. Your emails all come through me, and I know what okay. happens. <laughs> um. So, so I think Scully is is thinking about like, yeah, you know, I do work a lot, and maybe I do want to settle down, and maybe I do want to have more of a life than like freaking alien autopsies. But it kind of ends where like, no, sorry, she's gonna hang with Mulder. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll like, get there. Yeah, we'll but get one it. thing that I like about this scene, or rather don't like because Mulder's a dick, is um, when the policeman is harassing them about being in his jurisdiction, Mulder essentially throws Scully under the bus by being like, oh, well, Scully here thought that we should investigate the body. I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah, he totally oh, like tried to make geez. it seem like she was the one that wanted to be there, like she was interested in the case because he's a scumbum. And um, <laughs> that's a new one for you. That is a new one. I like that one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even catch that one. Oh, yeah. So he's a nightmare. So Mulder, Mulder sticks around, and Mulder is gonna Mulder. Um, yeah, he goes out to Lynn Canyon Park in North does. Vancouver, 
And um, while Scully goes back to Washington D.C. for her godson's birthday party, yes. And what does he do? What does he do? Well, he talks to the park ranger, and the park ranger's like, "I seen some shit." Yeah, Um, he's very Tom Selleck mustache. Yeah, and he's very foreboding. He's like, "I've seen some things. I found a human incisor in half a rabbit," and that was a lot of very specific information. Yeah. Yeah, she saw something skittering around. Yeah, he's seen things. So he's like, I never come out here without my side piece. Yeah, which is also very foreboding. Yeah. <laughs> always have a gun. Always have a gun. Um, that's not when we see the stupid... Oh, no, the drawing comes later. Yeah. Guys, oh, God, this No, drawing. we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. We'll get to it. So anyways... Uh, uh, this was when Scully... The, it was kind of a back and forth where Mulder is walking through the forest and Scully is dealing with monsters of her own of the eight-year-old boy variety. Now, I thought during this scene, I was like, wow, Scully's surprisingly good with kids. And then I was like, well, that shouldn't be a surprise because she has to deal with Mulder every uh, day. So eight-year-old boys uh, with like whack-a-mole sticks and wearing gorilla masks running around into doors and eating cake... Are, is the equivalent to Mulder. Yeah, essentially. And now there was a golden retriever in this scene. Yeah, yeah, golden retriever alert. He was eating some cake. He was eating cake. And I'm like, that's not healthy for that dog. Well, he's probably made out of meat or something. I hope so. Can you imagine how many takes that would have? That'd be so sad. How many cakes did they have to make? That golden retriever's probably dead now. Okay, well, let's not get... Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, everything's ruined forever. I know. Well, this, this, I just, oh, I am a mess after this episode. If, if it seems like we are scattered, it's because we're just, we want to talk about something so bad, but we need to get to it. You guys, there there's a lot to unpack there's, here. There, there is a lot. Does it seem like this episode was really scattered and it, just a lot happening? There was a lot going on that didn't make a lot of sense and didn't connect very well. And those are the kinds of the X-Files episodes that make me the angriest. Yeah. Um. So anyways, as Scully is at her godson's birthday party, a handsome man enters. Um, and he is uh, the Scully's friend whispers to her that this man is divorced Ooh, he's available with a capital yeah, d they had they had this whole like i said they, before they had this whole conversation of like hey scully you know you you should settle down and find a man and the friend says hey what about that guy you work with you oh yeah he's cute and then scully says no he's a jerk <laughs> And then she corrects herself. She says, oh, no, he's just obsessed with his job. But go with your gut, Skelly. The man is a jerk. That man is a jerk. You don't need him in your life. Um, And meanwhile, as she is uh, ogling this handsome man, sizing him up for uh, husbando material, (laughs) um, Mulder is in a back alley soliciting a homeless man. Many. Yeah, many. We kind of discovered he was probably behind the Main Street station. And oh yeah, this is where the horrible drawing comes in. So he's well, ask- the first one, the yeah, first of two. So he's asking, "Oh, did anyone know this homeless man that got Roger eaten, Crockett? That yeah, that got eaten." And of course, a homeless man also says, "Yes, I know. Come into my homeless man fort. Come into my lair and give me money, <laughs> yeah, and me money. Uh, I'll make it worth your while." Ooh. Let's not say how. <laughs> uh, so he, the homeless man goes into his little fort and he brings out a drawing, and this drawing just it it ended me. Yeah, I think we both it, just had a hearty laugh of confusion. I don't think I took a lot of notes afterwards because <laughs> I was just it, it's a drawing it's like a line drawing of a person 
Long-haired person, yeah. Long-haired entity. I won't even say person. Very Ken doll-like. No genitals, no... Yeah. Um, But it looks like... It looks like like a 10-year-old druid. (laughs) It's supposed to be creepy. And this guy's just like, I found this drawing in the pocket of a jacket. And it's like, okay, well, that could be literally anything yeah, from be- literally anywhere. <laughs> it's like, and then I saw it. I saw it, it. It's roots through the trash. So Mulder comes up with the genius idea of giving this homely, ho- homeless man his hotel room. And Mulder's going to sleep out in the homeless man's fort. Although I will say, when he gave that man his key, it did seem like he was soliciting him for sex. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, see there. Yeah. <laughs> like, meet me in my hotel room. It's the Galaxy Gateway. Room 209. I could be your gateway. Oh. Well, whatever you're into, Mulder. Um, the, so he, Mulder is going to switch places with the homeless man. And, of course, uh, during the night, something is scampering in the trash, and it is somewhat of a person, a very dirty person. Yeah, it's really hard to tell. I think we really just see, like, the top of a really matted head, but it definitely has a m- human shape. Which is like, why didn't he just think it was a regular person? Because he's Mulder and he always thinks that it's something fantastical. Like, if you show him a raccoon, he'll be like, it's Rocket. I just, uh, this is the beginning of my problems. He is out there with homeless people and with maybe, unfortunately, some uh, mentally disturbed or mentally disabled people who cannot find their way. They tend to, you know, not find help, so they end up on the street and there may or may not be someone rooting through the trash and it's like no it's a bigfoot type creature yeah it's definitely a monster and not a human that needs help not a human that needs our help both you know financially but also mentally needs some needs some way to talk through it and i guess it seems supernatural because it runs very fast yeah, he's like, because it leaps up to the top of a building where they have a very Romeo and Juliet moment where he whistles at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and hey, then baby. he says... Mother, don't catcall the Bigfoot thing. That's not That productive. was the beginning of our problem, was him catcalling the Bigfoot. Jeez, hey, baby, I like the way you, the dirt clings to your sweet curves. Now, I've used that pickup line, and it does work. <laughs> but in this instance... With, with me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh-oh. What happens in the double X Files fort stays in the double X Files <laughs> Guys, right now I'm just naked and and covered in dirt and I'm cosplaying the Bigfoot monster thing. I'm cosplaying the Jersey Devil. And I would be cosplaying Mulder, but I have self-respect. That's a lie. I don't. I don't have self-respect. We're getting real deep here today. Oh, God. Okay, so they have a Romeo and Juliet thing. Um, and he throws a rock at it? Does he throw a rock at it? No. no. He whistles. He just oh, whistles. Oh, yeah, he just catcalls it. Yeah. And then the police show up. The, the, the Yeah, the, the same cops that he was in trouble with before, because they're just, like, kind of patrolling the back alley. Like, they know some shit's going they down. Know something's going down. Uh, and they throw in Mulder's like, there's a person up there. There's a naked person. They're like, come with me, sir. You're drunk. They throw him in the drunk tank. Yeah, they do. Which is where he belongs. Oh, for sure. <laughs> he really shouldn't be out at night. And then the that um, police officer that hates him comes back and they essentially have a sass off. Yeah. Where they make a lot of real poor metaphors about the situation at hand. And, and it's like Mulder's like, 
oh, if people knew there were, you know, these creatures walking around, your tourism would, like, flop. Yeah, that's like a whole through line is Mulder's trying to say, oh, this is a conspiracy because if people knew, if people knew you had a Bigfoot running around, they wouldn't come here to spend their money and Atlantic City would be garbage. Which I think is absolutely garbage because part of Atlantic City is going to, like... I mean, I'm pretty sure they still have the freak shows on the boardwalk. Yeah. And, like, you go there because you want to see some freaky stuff and maybe win some money. I don't know. I don't I don't think that's necessarily true. Like, if people say that there's a Bigfoot around, oh, man, no, we can't go there. Ugh. Yeah, no, people are just going to go there more if they think I there's know. a Bigfoot around. That's called a tourist so, attraction, you guys. I think Mulder, number one, doesn't understand what the public wants. Number two, doesn't understand capitalism. <laughs> and number number three is just the worst. <laughs> he was not great. You remember last episode, we were kind of okay with him? Remember Conduit? Yeah, we like that really okay took a turn. I'm not okay with him now. I'm not okay. We, we had an episode that was sympathetic to him, and now we're immediately just, like, back on the Mulder hate train. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Toot toot. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm the caboose. <laughs> I'm the conductor. Um, the So it's so funny, because the next day, Scully gets a call, like, right in the morning. So, you know, Mulder was, like, watching his watch. Like, when is she coming into the office? So she Oh, he's got her schedule, like, locked down. Uh, So she gets a call. Mulder's like, come get me out of the drunk tank. I'm in jail. And I'm so hungry because I've only been here for, like, probably... He was probably in there for, like, six hours. Yeah. (laughs) Are you adjusting? I'm adjusting. Okay. Stay close to the microphone. Oh, yeah. I'm close to the microphone. How are you doing now? Is that okay? My shoulder fell asleep. Okay. <laughs> but I'm good. We need, like, a, a cam in here, a, a video cam that sounds yeah, if you, dirtier than if it is. If you guys want to <laughs> see an XHQ live stream, <laughs> donate to Thunderclock. Maybe we can make it happen. <laughs> of Allison and I shifting our, like... <laughs> Our beer-written bodies. Yeah, you're oh. gonna like it. You're gonna <laughs> like it a lot. Um, so Scully drives three hours, four hours, five hours to New Jersey. Three to um, pick him up to from him up the drunk tank. The drunk tank, and then she takes him to breakfast, and he immediately starts to launch into a tirade, talking with his mouth full. Yeah, he's. It seems like he hasn't eaten for days, but it's literally probably only been like five hours. Yeah, he's such a wiener, you guys. <laughs> Uh, and then they t- Scully's like, okay, I'm gonna kind of solve this thing once and for all. You think... Now, was it kind of brought up before that he thinks it's a missing link? Yeah, so he has said he thinks it's some kind of missing link. What if it's a creature that is between, you know... Um, Ape and man, which I mean, I can't even begin to get into yeah, all the anthropological got, problems with you this. You got really upset. I got quite upset. So uh, Skelly takes him to talk to this anthropologist, who I call Poor Man's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he was. He had a sweet ponytail, though. He did have a sweet pony. Yeah. Um, and the and I guess Scully wants to take him here to kind of like look, Mulder. There's no possible way that this could happen. But this, the the professor kind of fueled his 
like need to find out more yeah because immediately he like glommed onto the professor and he's like okay but what if this and this and this hypothetical situation happened well what then professor we what if another species of something evolved to be over us in the food chain and now they're eating us what if that happened and the professor's like like Jesus, you're really just grasping at straws here. But I guess so. Yeah, if like I, I guess so. It's like, it's like, Professor, what if I grew wings? Could I possibly fly? <laughs> yeah. So like, the, it's those those types of questions that like uh, the professor has just a dump truck full of patience. I guess. I guess that. I mean, the professor signed on because he came with them for the rest of the episode. Yeah. So he clearly like. I guess there's had not, some investment in it. There's not a lot going on in, in the anthropology department. Oh, that's that's pretty true. I guess all his subjects are still kind of just sitting in boxes. Yeah, the most exciting thing that happens is like every 10 years they decide to change hominin to hominid and back again. So <laughs> it's a big controversy. Oh, yeah. And then with the pole switch. Oh, boy. Oh, big, big issues. Um, so, yeah, he is... He it just ramps it ramps Mulder up. Scully wanted to stop this nonsense, but what this visit did was just increase Mulder's boner to find out what is going on. And speaking of boner, um, (laughs) (laughs) always happy to. Um, the next shot. I know. I after this, I just stopped writing notes. The first drawing of the Ken doll-like creature. Uh was ridiculous but this second drawing just it put me over the top <laughs> you lost it and if you look at on our facebook you'll see my interpretation of this drawing so Mulder, i guess he is he's he is clinging on to the bigfoot uh type theory where this is quote unquote a missing link type a uh, hominid creature that we don't know about. It's not the Jersey Devil of Jersey Devil lore. It's actually like a Neanderthal. Yeah, it's uh, real weird. So real he, weird. He kind of brings out his old, all his old uh, uh, Bigfoot stuff. His Bigfoot. And file. he has a lot. He has quite a few. So it has. He had like you know footprints and casts and this. And then there's this picture of. Like, the the traditional Bigfoot, kind of the Patterson, you know, looking over his shoulder of the Patterson film. Mid-stride. Mid-stride. But it has boobies. And I wrote down in my notes an exact quote from Courtney at this moment, which was, why does it have boobies? And then she collapsed into laughter. And she is now. I just don't understand. Uh, Because they're trying to... Mulder has this theory that this Sasquatch is, or Jersey Devil slash Sasquatch slash Bigfoot slash what have you, slash Missing Link is a woman. Um, And I don't know, frankly, where he's getting that from. But, I mean... Or why it matters. Woman, because the first one was a man. I don't know. You guys, it was so confusing. It's not like... I mean, okay, the first drawing, you can't really tell if it's a male or, or a female. It was just kind of like a Ken doll-esque line drawing of a human shape. Yeah, it has no indication of any sort like, it of have genitals. Gen- genitalia, or, like, so there's no secondary sexual characteristics. No, but this one had, like, <laughs> it's like, 
like someone took a line drawing of a Bigfoot and it's like an eight year old boy who like is obsessed with boobs and he just showed boobs on <laughs> Yeah, it did look like it was drawn by a, a young child with a, so a breast obsession. You know how you like one does that, right? Like when you draw penises and boobs on everything at that age. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's what it look it was just I I was I was done a second time. And there is a third time when I am even more done with this episode. But <laughs> Bigfoot booby picture was not great. But after this, it did uh, cut to Scully on a hot date. She, did she look bored? She looked bored, but she also looked very hot. Yeah, her hair was super cute. Her outfit was amazing. Lacy. Um, and, and a high-waisted pencil skirt. If I had been that guy, I certainly wouldn't have talked about kids so goddamn much. Yeah, he was just classic divorced guy just talking about his ex-wife and kids and Scully's like, oh, I could have my hand in some body right now. Right? Both sexually and <laughs> medically. hey oh, hey. Call me, Scully. <laughs> you. <laughs> um, now, she looked bored. She did look bored. It was not going well this date. Do you think she kind of romanticizes what she's doing with Mulder? Do you think that's a thing now? Like, she's having excitement in her life for the first time i don't know how exciting being an fbi agent is but i assume it's mostly paperwork i'm sure it's more i don't know because it it, compared to when she was a full-on medical doctor yeah depends what kind of doctor she was what her specialty was i guess but do we know that um right in I don't write know. in if you know what Scully's specialty was, besides just saying medical doctor. <laughs> yes, yeah, we, we, we're aware of that. Doctor. We're aware of that. You think, but do you think at this point she kind of romanticizes what she's doing with Muller, and now so, so she's sitting on a date with a regular guy? I would, yeah, I see where you're going with that, and, and I would now say that's she's fair. Because it's like, oh, kids, this, oh, stepfather, that. He's like a real And she's like, agent. hey, I look smoking hot. And we're having this conversation. Ugh. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, so while Scully's on the date, it cuts back to... So Scully... Okay. Scully left New Jersey once and Mulder got in trouble. Yeah. Now she left New Jersey again. And I guess Mulder is going to get into more trouble. He certainly is. Uh, because while Scully is on the date, Mulder gets a call from that Tom Selleck mustache park ranger. Yeah, he does. And the park ranger says, hey, I found a body. I found another body in the woods. It, wait, it was dead for a while? Yeah. It was a male body. But it was missing an incisor that matched the one he found in the rabbit. And he said it was a male body. And Mulder said, like, how do you know or something like that? And he said, like, oh, all the plumbing is there. And we're like, just how gender normative. normative. Like, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what that Bigfoot identifies as. So chill, Park Actually, Ranger. <laughs> Although he's like an old man, so he probably doesn't. Yeah, he probably. Uh, on our Facebook page um, this weekend, uh, check out. There's a great article from uh, Weird HQ uh, about how 10% of all Bigfoot are possibly homosexual. Oh. Yeah. To celebrate pride, guys, read that article. It's awesome. Nailed it. Um, so, um, yeah, they found the body. So, of course, Mulder calls Scully and says, we gotta go. Yeah, because he says, okay, well, this thing, this dead 
man Bigfoot had to have had a mate, and that mate must have been a female. I just... Like the the leaps leaps that you guys are making, they don't make any sense. I don't know why. Maybe he was inspired with the Bigfoot booby picture. I think that's what it is. He saw the picture of the Bigfoot with the boobs, and he was like, oh, Well, there has to be a mating pair. But really... You don't know. You don't know you how don't those know. creatures are. Like, I mean, freaking tigers are solitary for, like, all of their lives. And that's why they have a hard time reproducing because they can't find one another. So and you pandas think- are just, you know, like, too lazy, lazy to have sex. <laughs> so anything could be going on with this. So I don't know why he assumes that there's one and then the other. I just think he wants to get his Bigfoot rocks off. Oh, he <laughs> super does. <laughs> and he does in this episode, actually. Yeah, you guys, it gets weirder. It gets so weird and i'm actually i don't like that we were calling this thing a bigfoot because it's because uh, to me bigfoot is like harry and the hendersons yeah but this is like this is a this it's is a, a person. person it's a person i don't know why we're, we're blowing doing. this case wide open <laughs> you guys this is a human person it is a homo sapiens sapiens and um i'm gonna well i'll talk about it later but there are cases of humans who aren't they live out in the woods or they have always lived out in the woods so they're they don't have our language skills they don't have the brain development uh and so this is like completely possible it doesn't have to be a missing link no (sighs) and also i mean again i'm not going to get into the anthropological implications of this because i'm Frankly, it would be an, a several-hour-long podcast. <laughs> um, so they go they go to New Jersey, and when they go to New Jersey, the, the male body is missing. Yes, it is missing. Probably because the It's sheriff, a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. The police in the town, it's Atlantic City. They don't want word to get out that there are killer big feet running around. <laughs> Uh, that's the plural right that is yeah it is big feet it's <laughs> big 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 footy big foot eye big footed individuals um they don't want it to get out that there are bigfoot in the area so uh they want to hide the body they want to hide the evidence so the the body of the male uh thing is gone Yes. Even so, so the park ranger's like, "Sorry, guys, I called you over here for nothing." Um, and then, for some reason, they decide to go into the dark factory building to hunt the other one. Okay, so number one, the professor of anthropology is with them. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, does this guy have nothing better to do? Does he, he not must, have like finals not. to grade? He must not. The ranger's with him. And Mulder and Scully. So they go to this building. Now, I don't know how they chose that specific building to go to. Because that's the one that he saw it in earlier. But that's like saying, I saw a raccoon in my house. I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying that's, that's why he it did it. Now, like, I don't know. I don't know. Because that's where it roots around in the trash and stuff. I guess so. I don't know. So they, they go... They go to this building to try to find the big feet mate, the girl. Yeah. The girl, the, the other half of this creature. Um, and while they're rooting through, the Atlantic City police also go there. And I don't know how they knew that. I don't know. So they knew. So they're, I guess, trying to A, stop Mulder and Scully, but B, try to find and kill this other creature. Yes. Um, and uh, now Mulder and Scully have with them 
a trank gun. The ranger has a trank gun, so he, they're hoping to capture the creature, um, but the cops are hoping to just murder kill. Yeah, just get rid of it like they did the other one. Yeah. So here comes... So <laughs> the first drawing killed me. The Bigfoot booby drawing killed me a little bit more. This next scene, I just ended me. Yeah. Just ended me. I Guys, I was excited for a New Jersey Devil episode. This wasn't a New Jersey episode, Devil episode. This was, was a so garbage episode. Disappointing. It was so no, I wouldn't even say it's garbage, just disappointing. Yeah. It's like um if you guys watch Supernatural, their first were- werewolf episode. I'm super into werewolf. That was the most disappointing werewolf episode ever. It was literally a guy with like sharp teeth. It was awful. This is the equivalent of that. I hated it. Um <laughs> uh, so um, the police are coming, trying to find Mulder and Scully. Mulder kind of uh, uh, s- s- sneaks off into a different area of the building, and he confronts the uh, missing link Bigfoot lady, who kind of attacks him, gets him on his back on the floor, and is, like, standing over him. And or like squatting over him. Yeah, she is fully squatting. And, and and he is like laying back and and taking it. Well, and she wounds him as well. Oh yeah, I don't know how claws. I'm not sure. But but we get a look. We get a look at this at this quote unquote creature. It's just a real. It's dirty, a person. It's a real dirty lady. Is uh. <laughs> it's not a monster at all. No, maybe, it is a full human. But maybe this is like a whole philosophical argument. Aren't well, we the monsters, Allison? Oh, my God. Well, this is the whole thing is that prior to this chase and him actually seeing her, uh, there's a scene between Mulder and Scully where they're trying to build empathy for the creature I, because of what happens to oh, it in the I end. Oh, I blank that out. I, yeah. Uh, so he's saying like, oh, well, even if these are a missing link, you know, if they're not human, if they're something else, like what makes them different than us? Do they mm-hmm. feel emotion? <laughs> And you're like, I want to talk to these writers. Yeah, I I essentially said, who wrote this episode? And even the blocking of that scene is like, Scully is pacing back and forth and Mulder's like confronting her like, don't you think this way? It's, oh. It just like, it was so awkward. It's very awkward. Everything is very awkward. The Bigfoot boobies were the most awkward, but this... This lady, this dirty lady, she's a dirty lady. She. <laughs> hey, don't judge. Hey. Well, no, she was physically dirty. Oh, I see. Um, and it's just like over Mulder. And then I forget. She wh- gets scared away. She runs off. Oh, also, what's also very offensive um, is the. These obviously oh, yeah. Aboriginal type music that is. Yeah, like, a certain sort of like horn. Ancient, ancient ancient native american secret music <laughs> yeah definitely that's what it is or that's that is the other context in other films in which you would hear it it's not it's not great no and like it's it. it's like just oh she's so spiritual and mystical Ooh. and it's like okay it's just a mentally Cram disabled it. lady who d- obviously has the healthcare system has failed her well yeah 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 that's what it is in vancouver we have people out on the street who need help and i actually found it really gross that mold was like it's a monster yeah I didn't uh, like that. maybe that's a, a culturally and locally specific thing here because of um the history of our mental health care system in bc and in vancouver specifically yeah 
But uh, no, we were like we were both a little upset. By I was that. really that actually grossed me out. Yeah, like, that's Mulder. Why do you think it's a missing link? Like it is obviously a <laughs> it is obviously a person. Um. Uh. So yeah, and then what is even more upsetting is after this thing scampers off. Um, and Scully comes over. She says, Mulder, what happened? And he looks at her and he says, she's beautiful. Oh, oh! oh God. I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to talk Just about it anymore. kill me. Oh, Mulder. That was a nightmare. That was the worst. That, that. Like, oh. I had some kind of emotional gag reflex so the, at that moment. The last episode where on Conduit where Mulder like caresses the 10 year old girl's picture. That was gross. But when Mulder is like fantasizing about obviously a woman who needs help, uh, that is the grossest thing. Yeah, and I know that it wasn't meant in like an aesthetic, she's visually beautiful kind of way. It was like wasn't a... Wasn't it? No, it was meant in like oh, this, like, myth is real and I'm finally seeing something that I, guess so. I believed in. And that is, I'm pretty sure, how it was meant, but it was not, it did not come off that way. Oh, so there, it was not a success Ugh. in its intent. I stopped writing notes after that, Allison. Okay. Well, I don't I don't remember what happened. I can carry us. I can I, carry I us. I blanked out. So I just, I... It gets away. It runs off into she, the woods. She, not it. She, she, she gets away. It runs off. She runs off into I the woods. I assume that's her preferred, preferred uh, they, pronouns. Maybe they now. get away. They yeah. run off into the woods, and um, the uh, both the police and um, the Mulder Skelly anthropologist park ranger team. Oh, yeah. um, we'll call them the dream team. The, the uh, follow them into the forest and the park ranger knows where they're going to be. He's like, we're going to go down to the creek. That's where they're going to be. Um, and Mulder is still wearing his like ripped t-shirt covered in blood. And then as they look over the cliff, they look down at the um, sort of the bank of the river where they can see uh, this person. Uh, there and the park ranger shoots a tranquilizer tranquilizer dart into uh, this person and they scramble down to the beach uh, but before they can get there they hear several gunshots ring out through the forest birds scatter and um, as they get to the beach they see that this individual has been shot by the police Yeah, and Mulder is just a broken man <laughs> because of this and he reaches down oh, no. and he runs his hand over their face and he closes their eyes because don't they deserve that? Aren't they close enough to humanity that they deserve a little respect in death? He is human. <laughs> so um, he... Guys, uh, yeah. I wanted, I wanted full out horse head, devil wings, uh, uh, hooved feet... I want a full-out Jersey Devil. I wanted a massacre. I got Mulder fantasizing about a sad, mentally ill homeless woman. And I don't like it. No, it was <laughs> frankly upsetting I, for everyone involved. I, I don't like it. Um, yeah, I'm not. It, it's not great. Anyway, so that happens. And then, oh, jeez, I don't even. It was... Ugh. The ending. Oh, at the ending, they go back to Washington, D.C., and Scully reveals that the autopsy report for the woman and the other male, 
creature, I guess. Uh, they're oh, bingo! They're both human. Gee. Yeah. But they do. They have um, human tissue and bones in their stomachs. So they were they were cannibals. cannibals but that doesn't make them less human. That doesn't make that doesn't make them a Bigfoot thing. That doesn't make them that doesn't make them a cryptid. No, they're humans who developed a taste for flesh and who can blame them. Yeah, if you're hungry, man. We had this conversation at the Thunderquack um roundtable about cannibalism and when one should resort to cannibalism and you revealed it would not be a large step for you. No. <laughs> so so uh intense is my fear of death that if it seemed like I was in a situation where I had to either kill and eat a person or waste away, um yeah, no, I would go for it. I would kill and eat that person and I'm not ashamed. No, I'm glad you wave your cannibal f- uh flag loud and proud. I'm glad I know that about you now. I can be wary. Yeah, you can be wary I'll, if we ever get into a, a, a life or death situation. I'll never fly over the Andes Mountains with you and the rugby team. So when the that's wise, lands, that's yeah. wise. I don't want to be in an alive situation. No, right? that would be awful. So yes, these two things were in fact human, um, and uh, also it was shown that the woman or. Um, the yeah the woman yeah yeah the woman uh, had given birth in the past okay so and then at the ending there was like a kid's or a kid and mom a kid and a dad walking through and the dad's like hey son have you ever heard of the Jersey let me tell devil? you about the Jersey Devil and because the story we just saw wasn't had nothing to do with the so show. let's hear about the actual Jersey Devil for a GD change jeez. And while they're walking, there's a very small hairy child, um, dreadlocked and very dirty child who is underneath the thing. So it implies that that there is going to be... (laughs) It's very sad because that kid has to grow up by itself. Yeah. So that's the end of this garbage episode. (sighs) Well, so um, we got to do our rating system, I guess. How are we going to get... You know what? This still isn't the worst for me. Really? Yeah. I, I think I'm so disappointed because I love the Jersey Devil myth. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about the Jersey Devil myth um, when it comes to personal X-Files time. But I was so hopped up like, all right, cryptid episode, so sweet. And like, we're going to have like creepy monster makeup and like things in the woods. And I'm going to be scared and I'm okay with that. But it wasn't. No. I, oh, it was some roof stoof, you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like walking... Well, you've seen it. It's like it's like walking into what was advertised as, like, Mad Max 2, but it was really, like, the Smurfs 3. <laughs> that was what I had the feeling of. Like, I am... Mother's I, milk. Oh. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, that's, that's my equivalent. Like, I'm ready for some sweet, sweet Mad Max action, and I get, like, Brainy Smurf being a douchebag. It was awful. Um, so I'm going to, in terms of spookiness, I am I am so disappointed with the spookiness of this episode. Um, my rating would probably be a one out of five. Alien thumbs up. I disliked it greatly. It started out really cool. Yeah. With the guy being. But as soon as we left the 40s. As soon as we left the 40s, it was just garbage. Yeah. I I just liked it. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. That's fair. So I think I would probably give this maybe like a four out of 10 in terms of. It gets Being angry. Yeah. Oh, well, for me, it does. Okay. 
I have one episode in particular that enrages me, but (laughs) that I'm I'm waiting for. I'm glad. Nothing. I don't think. I think this is my bottom. Maybe a three. Okay, I'll give it a three out of ten for like how tasteless some aspects of it were. Okay. Okay, but you say it gets worse. Yeah, for me. But I mean, there's different. It's different scales, right? I I mean, to be fair, the drawing, (laughs) the drawings that were in this episode are a delight. Oh yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm just I'm Frankly, just, it's a comedy. I, I'm just glad when I'm sorry, when Booby Sasquatch, I just lost it. You did. I, I can And forever yeah. that will be a meme in my life, Booby Sasquatch. Um so I guess that's pleasant enough, but uh, I just I was looking forward to Jersey Devil and there was nothing. There was no semblance. No, it didn't deliver on the name. You could have just put you should have just put that in the Pacific Northwest and just done a Bigfoot episode. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I think so. Really. It's already filmed there, so Yeah. I mean what they were in Lynn Canyon, right? Yeah, Lynn Canyon Park were all the forest scenes. So make sure you go to Lynn Canyon, guys, so you can find some um people who live on the woods okay okay <laughs> okay we did our rating so i think it's time for some personal x files yeah it is to cleanse the palate come and tell us dude about the spooky thing that happened to you because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you unless we get abducted we will never leave you we want to hear about your personal x file let's let's just get into the jersey devil a little bit this whatever what this was it was not a jersey devil episode <laughs> um I talked about the Jersey Devil and the Thunderquack Roundtable um, about our top nine cryptids. So if you want to know a little bit more about that, make sure you go on our Facebook page or the Thunderquack YouTube page and watch that video. It's quite educational. Um, but just kind of uh, a little bit about it. It's a myth that goes back to 1700s of a, a woman by the last surname of Leeds. And she has a kid and the kid is... Um, uh, deformed or is eventually deformed and it goes out and lives in the woods and it has a connotation of it was kind of possessed by the devil or it was a devil type demon type creature. Um, But the cool thing about the Jersey Devil is uh, it has had sightings um, throughout history. So from the 1700s to 2008 I think was the last big sighting. And it, they all have the same thing, kind of horse head, elongated body, wings. It definitely scampers around the trees. Some people say it has, like, hooved feet. Um, but, Allison, I I have, a, I have a Jersey Devil sighting. I need to hear this. I need to hear it. <laughs> and this is a story I haven't told a lot of. I don't, I don't think I've told anyone except for... The person who was with me. Oh, my goodness. Like, my husband doesn't even know. Well, he's yeah. about to find out. It's kind of embarrassing, right? You're like, you don't want to just like, oh, I saw this thing. Um, You're in a safe space, Courtney. You're in the XHQ. I know. I know. Uh, so, um, I don't know if you guys are good with <laughs> with American geography. Um, New Jersey devil sightings had happened kind of as far north as Vermont and as far west as Pennsylvania. Um, and I went to school, high school in New Hampshire. And New Hampshire is kind of above New York, next to Vermont, next to Quebec sort of area. And this was my first year of university. 
And I was going back to visit my now ex-boyfriend because I'm with my husband. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and it was the last day it was in New Hampshire. So we decided to visit the Robert Frost Farm. And the Robert Frost Farm is delightful. You know, there's two paths in the woods. Oh, my. <laughs> and they're both equally, they look e- equally as worn. No, it's really nice. It was um, during the summer, so it was really hot. And we're hiking. Or it's just a walk. And it's in, I mean, uh, New England woods is much, are much different than our woods here. Oh, yeah? Our woods here. Our woods here are like old growth, like dinosaur-like. And and woods back there is, are very like ancient, but in their own way. Lots of more birch trees and oak trees. Okay. And so it was nice and light. It was bright out. I could see very well. Um, and we're walking from the parking lot in the woods up a hill. And it, it kind of comes to a T. The path kind of comes to a T. And we turn a corner and we're looking directly at this T. And my ex-boyfriend, my old boyfriend, Danny, he's talking about something. He's looking at something else. And as soon as we turn the corner, I see something. Oh, God. Um, at that kind of intersection. And I'm going to say it, it was quite it was quite far away. I would say that if... I were to run at it, I would reach it. It was a good, like, I don't know, 100-meter dash sort of thing. Okay. So, and at first I thought it was like a goose. But then I'm like, well, that thing's big. And Mm -hmm. the color is weird. And it kind of looked at us. And it ran off and the way it ran it didn't look like a goose and it it looked it looked it looked taller um the head was not beak like it had a long neck its coloring was very um almost like it if you would say that there was like a deformed emu i would say i saw it oh god that's that's what it looked like and i turned to danny and i say did you see that and he says, well, yeah, kind of. And I said, well, like, is it, what is it? He's like, it's probably a bird. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know any bird that looked like that. So we kind of, I kind of hustled down the path and down. And it is sticking with us. Oh, my goodness. Which is the most terrifying part. And I'm I'm really scared. And you can hear it kind of in the bush, right? Mm-hmm. You can kind of, and it's big. It's large. Um, so I'm pretty sure we keep walking, but I'm, I'm frightened. Um, we didn't see any other signs of it. Um, my then boyfriend, he didn't, he didn't say he saw anything, but I know he did. Oh. And, and I'm completely freaked out about it. Now, whether or not it was a Jersey Devil type thing, I would say it was more Jersey Devil than say Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, Cause it was two legs. It was very bird-like, um, but it was bigger than a goose or it wasn't a can- Canadian goose. It yeah. wasn't. But like, I would say it was legitimately look like a big headed emu. Oh my God. And it freaked me out. That is. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. And it was broad daylight and the way it moved. Like I remember vividly, like I blanked it out. I don't like to talk about it, but you, it's this turn the corner and see up the hill and seeing this thing, look at you and then take off is really frightening. 
<sighs> well, I'm glad I got that out. So yeah. That's why I'm scared of the woods. Okay, yeah, that I'm makes like, sense. All, all woods ever. That makes legitimate um, sense. Maybe it wasn't just a giant bird goose. I don't know. It was, I don't know. But it scared me. Well, again, if you guys have any interesting sightings, yeah. anything you want to talk about, any Please. personal X-Files. Yeah, especially cryptid-wise. Yeah. Um, we are both very interested in cryptozoology. Uh, so... Uh, and I hope you enjoyed my, uh, and I think after, like, my boyfriend and I just totally, like, made out. <laughs> That'll do <laughs> after, it. Afterward, maybe the Jersey Devil was, like, watching us. It was like, oh, gross, I'm leaving. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, some, like, high schooler, like, grabbing at each other. Oh, boy. No, I think he's actually gay now. Oh, yeah? So I think that, like. That's the hot goss? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he listens to this, but... Let's hope. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's my personal X-File. That is the cre- single creepiest thing that's ever happened to me. I don't like to talk about it a lot. Yeah. Because uh, it is really gross. No joke. Um, but that happened to me. Okay. So that was a personal X-File. <laughs> so if something happened to you, write us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com and tell us all about it. Yeah, because I want to feel better about what I may or may not have saw. And we will believe you fully no matter we what you say. Except if you saw the, if you saw House Hippo, we'll be there. We want to hear about yeah, that I want to hear sure. about your House Hippos. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Okay, Allison, I think it's time for our prediction. Hopefully the next episode is going to be better than this one. Yeah, I mean, it kind of has to be, right? Okay, so can you tell us the um, next episode and I will be doing a prediction. Yes, okay. Season one, episode six, the title is Shadows. Oh. I'm so not interested in anything. Oh. Okay, well, let's go back. I was not wrong. I was not right about this one. No, I don't believe you were. I was not right at all. No, you were very... I I was... But I I don't blame you for that. No, I blame the writers. I think for episode five, Jersey Devil, I predicted... um, a Jersey Devil creature, but it was really some crazy kids. Yeah. But it wasn't. No, you. it was, uh, yeah, it was a Bigfoot that was really a sad, sad story. Okay. So the next one is Shadows? It's called Shadows. Ugh. Um, oh, you know what? I actually mentioned this. I think it's going to be a ghost episode. Oh. Which terrifies me greatly. Do you have more specifics on that? Um, Shadows. What kind of ghosts? Well, okay, you know those, the um, kind of shadow, the shadow men? Oh, yeah, that can, like, affect things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say it's, like, a. am going to go haunted house. I'm going to go haunted oh, house. Oh, really? Okay. I'm going to go haunted house. I'm going to go ghosts. I'm going to go shadow men. And there's, I don't know, a poor divorced woman who needs help or something like that. <laughs> and Mulder just gets in there. Oh, Mulder, you need to stop. <laughs> She's so beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> That's never going to go away. No. Yeah. Okay. So official prediction for episode six, uh, Shadows, is ghosty ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, haunted house, 
um, possibly shadow men. Okay. Uh, and then a poor woman who needs help. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to find out if you're right. Because I, uh, I'm. Uh, it's gonna be okay. It's, we're gonna move past it. Okay. Okay, guys. Well, um, until next time. Remember, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. Oh, wow.